calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. AI is making waves in every field it touches. President Biden is now on TikTok and the election draws closer each day. With so much going on in the world, it is hard to keep up with it all, let me tell you. Hi, I'm Kai Rizdal, the co-host of Make Me Smart. It's a podcast from Marketplace. And every weekday, Kimberly Adams and I break down the latest in business and the economy with short daily episodes to make it easy for you to stay in the know. Listen to Make Me Smart wherever you get your podcasts. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. That looks disgusting. It's milk steak. JJ's Diner has the best. I'd be scared of what it looks like somewhere else if this is the best. Hmm. We're not hungry? Not anymore. All right, so you do the talking. I'm just getting off an all-nighter. You're the one with the updates. <sighs> Fine. I'll eat after. Here are Kim's files on... Shouldn't we call them something else? Like a code name so no one overhears us? A code name? Would you rather this meeting be in a back alley? For fuck's sake. Here are Kim's files. Copies of copies that you're not supposed to have. So if you could please try to do just one thing discreetly. I know it's not your area of expertise. What about Hart and Mendez? Mendez and Hart, both of them, are on a need-to-know basis, especially until we have some concrete evidence. Jeez. Yeah, I'm kind of concerned and flattered to be the person you trust the most with this stuff. <laughs> Don't be. Jeez, you've been cagier than usual lately. I'm working on my own thing on the side. Similar investigation. Yeah, well... If you get caught or fuck it up, there's nothing I can do to help you. Are these the same as what I saw in Kim's office? More, hopefully. It should have all of Kim's medical records on Roger. Along with all of Roger's notes he submitted and everything he ever signed off on. You, of all people, can hopefully connect some dots. Wow, Crowley. That's almost a compliment. Anything else on Kim? I got their personnel file. Pretty standard stuff. Can I see that? 
fuck no. It's a violation of privacy. It's all just employment history, you know, no black marks, top of their class in college. They never even killed a puppy. I would hope no one would kill a puppy. It's a serial killer thing. Someone messed up enough to do what this killer is doing would have definitely shown some kind of a pattern like this as a kid. So you're saying Kim isn't the killer? I don't think they are. You're trying to connect point A directly to point C. We're missing point B. Kim had chemo bags and medical knowledge. They even pressured Roger to cover up the missing bodies. Look, I'm not saying they're not involved. Or that they are. You only need to stop a leak if there's something worth keeping patched up. You know, the killer seems to be trying to replicate storm shock. So my thought is, what if the 1989 storm had some effect on their mental capacity, right? We don't know the mental effects of storm shock, only the physical ones. I was here during the 89 storm. Do you think it affected my mental capacity? Well, what about patient files? Someone else who could display those serial killer signs you mentioned. We can't just go through confidential records looking for shit. Besides, you're Kim's only patient who displays a potential threat to themselves or others. That's just Kim trying to... I gotta go. Your food didn't even come out yet. I never ordered anything. And that is going to give you stomach cancer. (laughs) Suit yourself. Audio Media presents How I Died. Jonathan, going down? (sighs) Thanks. I'm surprised to see you. I was hoping to avoid seeing you. Still hostile even when you no longer work here, huh? I couldn't care less about not working here. Now I know that's not true. I'm hostile because I know you're involved in some sort of cover-up, or that you're the serial killer. I would recommend seeing another psychologist. Someone who might help you get over your delusions. After you. In fact, I'm heading to a meeting with the other heads of my department. Perhaps I could introduce you to... Hmm... Dr. Fleming. Might be a good fit. A male influencer you can openly discuss your issues with your father might be good for you. I'll pass. Enjoy your meeting. Dr. Clark? Dr. Spacer, thanks for coming by. Of course. Just doing my job. Is that the body? No, actually, I still need to conduct an autopsy on this one. Your guy is over here. Accidental death during a college party. 
Seems like he fell over a deck rail and missed the pool below. Ouch. Yep, you can say that again. I wish you the best of luck in whatever reconstruction you have to do for the viewing. Uh, thanks. He's all yours. You're him, right? The victim? You can see me. Yeah. I noticed you standing in there. My name is John, and I can speak to ghosts, which is what you are. That explains why the other guy never heard me. I'm sorry you had to find out like this. Normally I'd be the examiner to explain it as you appeared. I need to go somewhere before the funeral home. You mind coming with me? Why didn't you just get my body after you run errands? It's not really an errand. I need to go to another part of the hospital. And, well, bringing your body makes it easier to explain what I'm doing there. So, you're using me? Not really, no. It's just that... Uh, Are you not supposed to be walking around the hospital? I don't really like the lack of response. You're welcome to stay down here until I leave the hospital then. And you'll just cart my body around without me? Pass. Do you have any questions about what's going on? Yeah, a ton. I mean about you being dead, not what I'm doing. Then no. Dr. Clark said you fell over a railing during a frat party. Do you remember that? They're coming for my eyeballs. Where the hell are you taking me? The psychology wing. Don't worry. That doesn't feel very comforting. Were you drunk when you fell? It was a party. Please tell me you're just visiting a patient friend of yours. Or maybe your boss. Wait. Do you even work at the hospital? Crap. Relax. I have to keep quiet while other people are around. They might hear me talking to myself. Great. Maybe they'll think you're a patient here. That's what I'm afraid of. Conrad, could you do me a favor? I guess. What? Keep an eye out for someone coming. How am I supposed to do that? I can't just... Oh! I can. That's pretty cool. Your chart said that your blood alcohol level was way up there. I'm close enough to 21. Were you alone on the balcony? No, I was with a friend. What are you looking for? I'm assuming you're not supposed to be in here. I'm not. I'm looking for patient files. Seeing if there's anyone in Springfield who's displaying potential signs of a serial killer. A serial killer? Yeah. Have you heard about the purple bodies that have been popping up? No. Oh, well, yeah. I'm trying to solve... So you work for the police? No, I don't. But they contracted you to do this? No. I'm... I'm involved in a case with the sheriff. It's covert. Sounds like covert. Just means illegal. What happens if you get caught? That's why you're keeping a lookout, right? Kind of a dick, huh? Whose office is this anyway? Patrick Fleming. MD, PhD. 
How am I supposed to keep an eye out if I have no idea what this guy looks like? Well, if you see anyone in a doctor's coat coming down the hall... There's a nurse. What if she comes this way? You said you had a friend with you on the balcony. Did he try to catch you? No. Did he push you? No! What are you implying? I'm not implying anything. That was pretty straightforward. If he pushed you over the edge, I can let the sheriff know and we can press charges. I don't want to talk about it. Even if you cared about this person, trust me, if he killed you, someone needs to... I wasn't killed, okay? I bet my friend I could land in the pool. I did it. Me. I fucking... I think I died on impact. So I remember looking back up and seeing Kelly's face after I jumped. She looked horrified and almost fell off the rail just from leaning over and screaming. The whole party stopped. Sucks being dead, but what sucks more was scarring all those people who watched me die. So no, there's no one to charge and there's nothing you can do to make me feel better. I'm sorry. I thought you were just covering for someone. You don't even know me. Let's go. You're going into another one? Dr. Mark Hitchcock. What is wrong with you? (laughs) What do you mean? You have no concern for personal information. You clearly have no morals, and you barely batted an eye after what I told you about my death. Some things are just more important than personal boundaries or morals. There's a scary fucking statement. Forget morals. This has to be illegal, too. What about HIPAA laws? HIPAA. And I'm not a doctor here, remember? Keep an eye out. No. What? Why not? (laughs) A whole list of reasons? I don't know you. You haven't given me a good reason why you're breaking in and violating people's privacy. You seem like an asshole. I told you. It's a police investigation. And you're not a cop. So until you want to do some explaining, you're on your own. Quit asking me to help with your dirty work. Uh, What else is he going to do? I'm the only person he can talk to and he won't even help me out. As I break the law. It's not my fault he doesn't have a mystery to solve. I was just trying to help. Oh, come on. No one in any of these patient files is showing any signs of homicidal tendencies. We have people getting murdered once a week. really think at least someone would be in therapy. Maybe it's the fact that they're not in therapy. Not funny. Huh. Dr. Kim has a file as a patient. I guess if you value therapy enough, you'd probably think you need it, too. Hmm. Mace Kim, D.O. They would have an osteopathic medicine degree. (sighs) Routine therapy sessions. Diagnosed with recent depression and anxiety about death. Not coping well with recent medical news. Recent medical news? (sighs) Fuck. (sighs) Shit. Jesus Christ, John. Take a picture and leave. Don't stick around to read the whole thing. 
Conrad. Do you have my eyeballs? Sorry, no. John? I'm over here. I can't talk here. Good. I don't really want to talk to you. Then why are you still here? I don't. I'm not helping you. I'm not asking you to. Just give me a chance to explain. I need to take your body to the funeral home anyway, so if you can still stand being around me, I'm parked by the maintenance entrance. Fine. But I don't want to talk about what happened to me. We won't. And are you ready to admit you're being an ass? <laughs> Never said I wasn't. Then what are you explaining to me exactly? I started working here as a pathologist almost a year ago. When I did, I used to say that the ghosts always wanted something from me. To pass on a message or help them in some way with unfinished business. I was a real jerk. Was? Yeah, was. Today I was a different kind of jerk. Your case just reminded me so much of another one and I thought I was helping. I don't know if I even am. But now, with you, I was the one asking you for things. And for that, I'm sorry. My deal isn't your issue. I forgive you, I guess. Yeah, thank you. Over the past year, I noticed some irregularities with the medical records here. When I brought it up to the person who seemed to be behind it, I got fired. Seems like a bad plan. Yeah, because that makes them look more guilty. I meant a bad plan from your end. Why confront the person who you think is behind it? When does that ever work? <laughs> That's fair. But since then, I've been working with the sheriff's department to try to figure out what's going on, and... Our department will be all right, Mace. Oh, Jonathan. You're still here. Is that whose office you went in? Dr. Kim. I'm just leaving now. Have you met Dr. Fleming? Hi. Nice to meet you. Jonathan, right? You uh, used to work here? I have to get going. Listen, if you ever need to talk, Dr. Kim said that. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm fine. Jonathan, I need to tell you... I hope you feel better, Dr. Kim. Yeah, that went about as good as you said it would. I don't get it. Why do you think the psych department is hiding something? Hold on. I think Dr. Kim might be the serial killer, the one I mentioned before. But if they're not, they're involved at least somehow. She seemed... normal. I found a file on them. Oh. Them. Sorry. After I got fired, I received a threatening voice message from the killer. The voice was disguised, but... You got a... You got like a creepy voicemail? More old school. Tape recordings. Whoever it was knows about my little ability here, and they're using it to blackmail me into helping them. Help them? Help them kill people? No, just deliver bodies to them for now. Please tell me you're not going to... with my body. Are you? You're not. Are you? No. Your family has a funeral planned. I need to get back and reconstruct your face. Ugh. Wow. So, does this make sense now? 
Not at all. Why not just let the cops handle it? Who cares if you can talk to dead people? Honestly, you're the first person I've told. You don't have to say person like that. I'm still a person. Yeah, well, no one else knows about the tapes. I haven't told the sheriff. I can't. So what are you going to do? You don't happen to want to go back in there and spy on Dr. Kim for me, do you? Not at all. Couldn't hurt to ask. How I Died is an audio media original production created and written by Vince Dijani, directed by Chroma Sakura and mixed by Eric Howell. This episode was edited by Chris Harris Beachy with sound design by Oliver Morris. Our theme song was created by Silent Mike. Starring me as John Spacer, Shana Waring as Sheriff Crowley, Luis Bermudez as Eric Mendez, Vin Vox as Dr. Kim, and Caitlin Roberts as Amelia. This episode guest starred Kelly McLeod as Conrad, Albie Robles as Dr. Clark, Warren Huang as Dr. Fleming, and someone as Joy. You'll have to stick around to find out who. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to your favorite podcast app and give us a rating and a review. It really helps us out a ton and we definitely appreciate it. As always, all 13 episodes of Season 3 are available right now to binge on patreon.com slash howidied. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time... Try not to die. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.